It's the Chronicles of Aguna podcast, the Arsenal podcast, brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. And we're back with another episode. Hello, good evening and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. Did I say good evening? I should have said good afternoon. There's two days in a row. I don't know what time of day it is uh, when I'm speaking to you guys. Absolutely terrible. No excuse for it. Um, but of course, there's always lots to talk about when it comes to Arsenal. As you can see, I'm in a different location today. Um, I've come to uh, uh, visit my family. So I've popped upstairs uh, just to do a quick little stream for you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to talk about Granite Xhaka again. And I know that Granite Xhaka has been talked about a lot in the last couple of days, particularly after uh, what happened in the North London derby, that rash challenge that he made. And, and in fact, Granit Xhaka is someone that we are always speaking about a lot these days um, and not necessarily in a positive light. There's always talk about his suitability to this Arsenal team, the mistakes he makes, the errors he makes, etc. Um, and there was an interview in particular where he came out and he, uh, you know, many people hoped that he would say, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I made a mistake, put his hands up, um, take responsibility for what happened. But in actual fact, all Granite Xhaka did was try and protect himself a little bit. And I get it. You know, when some people get criticized, they have this automatic defense mechanism that tells them to be, get defensive and defend themselves and defend their actions. And I think that is probably what Granite Xhaka was doing here. There's no excuse for it. It's wrong. Um and he sort of indirectly said that nobody talks about the, uh, you know, the chances that we missed. And it was kind of like he was pointing the finger at, at those guys up front, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Because I think that Aubameyang and Lacazette have uh, quite clearly been carrying this football club for a while now. Uh, so I think that was out of order. And I think that Sanchez and Ozil at their sort of prime Arsenal time were, were carrying the team as well. So it feels like that the forward players have been carrying this Arsenal side for a while. And it's not really fair uh, for players like Granit Xhaka to, to make those sort of comments, in my opinion. Now, am I reading into it a lot? I've seen people go into absolute meltdown about this uh, brief interview that Granit Xhaka gave. Um, there are people out there who are absolutely furious about it. They can't believe that the captain, the current captain of this football club, and I know he's not been officially named as the club's captain, but this is good as because he keeps being given the armband. Um, they're, they're furious that this guy, you know, had the audacity and the cheek almost to say what he said. But for me, I'm not going to read into it too much. I don't think it's that big a deal, if I'm honest. I, I really don't. I think that what Granite Xhaka said was probably not the right thing to say and probably not what a captain should say. I'd have personally liked him to put his hands up and say, do you know what, guys? I made a mistake, um, you know, but fortunately we were able to recover, etc., etc., and we didn't lose the game. That's what Granite Xhaka should have said, but he didn't. And am I going to sit here now for weeks on end complaining and moaning about it? No, I'm not. I'm just going to get on with it. And I think that everybody else should just get on with it too. Um, but, you know, 
that's just the nature of Arsenal supporters, isn't it? We're the, the kings, the experts, if you like, at overblowing situations. And I want to share a tweet with you that I saw earlier that I thought was really spot on. And this was from uh, AFSC London, who says, the constant need for an Arsenal scapegoat is just pathetic. Players make mistakes and it's part of the game. Get over it. Thierry Henry missed the one-on-one to win us the Champions League. Liam Brady missed the penalty in a European Cup final. Burkamp missed the penalty in an FA Cup semi-final. Get over it. Absolutely right. I agree with this. I think this is one of the most sensible tweets that I've read in the last few days. And, you know, it as always is the case with Arsenal. There's lots of overreaction and players come in for lots and lots of criticism. Um, and, and, you know, that's just the nature of the game. I get it, et cetera, et cetera. But, for me, we've got to draw a line under this and move on now. It's, it's, it's done. You know, there were lots of reasons why Arsenal didn't win the game uh, against Spurs at the weekend, not just because of Granit Xhaka. Granit Xhaka certainly didn't help the situation, but I think we just need to draw a line under it and get on with things and move forward. Now, uh, another thing I want to touch on today is Matteo Genduzzi, who has told the story behind his France call-up. Uh, it's on Arsenal.com. Uh, at the moment so do check this out I know lots of lots of Arsenal fans are very pleased um, for Matteo Genduzzi he performed particularly well in the second half on Sunday and he says he was taking a nap and someone knocked on his door he didn't answer because he was sleeping and then his phone rang and it was the coach on the phone he said it's me I knocked uh, obviously he then opened the door straight away and then he said Matteo come here we need to talk he said I like you very much but you have to leave and I said, what do you mean I have to leave? What do you mean? He said, actually, you're going with the France senior team. So it was nice the way they done it. Um, Matteo Genduzzi will have been, of course, overwhelmed by that news. Uh, it's most young kids' dream, isn't it, to play for their national side. And Matteo Genduzzi finally has the opportunity uh, to do that. Uh, in response to my comments earlier on regarding the uh, Xhaka uh, situation and the fact that Arsenal fans blow things out of proportion. We've got a comment coming through from Adam Moe. He says, Arsenal fans have the right to blow things out of proportion. While the team in Europe has suffered from the large scorelines Arsenal have, nothing has actually changed from two years ago. I don't disagree. And, you know, people who watch this or listen to this podcast will know my feelings on the boss, will know my feelings on Unai Emery. Um, you know, that that hasn't changed overnight. Uh, and I kind of agree with you that things haven't changed, but I think that it's not so much that Arsenal fans blow things out of proportion, it's that they're hypocritical at times, and certain players get free rides, whereas others, uh, you know, get absolutely slaughtered, and that's what I don't like, um, if I'm being completely honest. Now, uh, that brings us to the end of a very short stream today. Um, nothing major to discuss. Of course, it's an international break this weekend, which means there is no preview show this week and there is no fans phone in. Uh, for those of you asking, the fans phone in. We're going to have a little change around in our schedule and we're going to bring that to you on Tuesdays going forward. That is the plan. Um, so we'll be closer to the game days um, and we'll be able to uh, reflect on those games. Our review will come out on the Monday and on the Tuesday, we'll be giving you guys the opportunity to have your say. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll still be bringing you content daily. Um, I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about in the world of Arsenal over the next few days, despite the international break. Of course, once the weekend gets out of the way, we start looking to that game at Watford at Vicarage Road uh, next Sunday. Uh, so until then, take care of yourselves and we'll be back very, very soon. All the best.